Hi, and welcome to the LJPC Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Cunningham. This podcast is all about the people who work at and who attend La Jolla Presbyterian Church in La Jolla, California. We live in a beautiful and special community full of amazing people who have lived amazing lives, and I have the pleasure of interviewing some of them on this podcast. Subscribe to the LJPC Conversations podcast so you can hear their stories. Today, I have in the studio the fabulous Alyssa Thomas. Hi, and welcome. Hi, Shannon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Oh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Hey, hey, I love that. So tell us what you do here at the church. So I am family ministry and um, community life program coordinator, and I actually wrote down on index card what I do because there's so much that I do. Um, I do database, communications, finance, scheduling, logistics for camps, um, the major fundraiser of the year, and online registration and deposits, and volunteer background checks for children's. Mm. And um, in Sunhouse, they call me The Hub. The hub. The hub. I've never heard that before. I didn't know that. Because everything comes through to be sent to somebody else. Well, I'm thankful for you because every time I sign my son Micah up for anything, I don't worry about if I have all my paperwork done because I know you'll send me an email at some point saying, (laughs) Shannon, I need this medical release or I need this payment. (laughs) Yeah. And so. I I know the hub will take care of it. Yeah. Um, And so besides that, I also help us stand now in senior ministries. Mm. And so I'm doing scheduling and also um, a lot of his um, events that he does and um, with Monday Night Men's Fellowship, just the scheduling and communications for that and adult Sunday school and um, the weekly GTIF class. Oh, wow. GTIF. Which is growing together in faith. Oh, great. For seniors. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, So do you work more than 40 hours a week? Uh, No, I work 40. Okay. Okay. You're just very efficient. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, how long have you been here? So I was trying to calculate that. I think it's been about um, almost four and a half years now. Okay. I started November 2014. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're lucky to have you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, where you live, because you don't live close to the church, I don't think, no. right? And no. tell us a little bit about your family. Um, so I grew up in East County. Um Right where Grossmont, Fletcher Hills area. Okay. And um, my parents are Chris and Juanita. Um, it was really great growing up because I had two cultures because mm. my mom's Hispanic. Okay. And, and your dad. And my dad's white. Okay. He's um, Norwegian German okay. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, they grew up in like South Bay. But uh, I grew up in East County and um, I went to school out there at Christian High. Okay. It's my high school. All right. And yeah, and I have one brother, older brother, and he's actually where we um, have an apartment together. Oh, nice. Yeah. And where's. Uh, we live in Tierra Santa. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so it's easy because we can visit family because all of our family's out there in East County. And then um, it's close enough for me to drive to work that it's not a really long commute. Nice. Yeah. And what does your brother do? Uh, my brother used to be the um, assistant to the curator of mammals at the Safari Park. Oh. Um, but, uh, he recently, uh, got a communications job and so he just started that oh, recently. Cool. Yeah. That's so neat. Yeah. So he used to ship the animals. So like elephants to different zoos to help. Really? The, yeah. <laughs> to help the, uh, <laughs> genetics of, uh, domestic animals in captivity. Huh. Yeah. 
That's so interesting. Yeah. Boy, I love animals. Yeah. I would love to have a job like that. Yeah. <laughs> to be able to hang out with the elephants. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so you are in staff here and you've been here for four and a half years, but you don't attend here. No, I don't. Yeah. So tell us about that and tell us where you attend. Um, so since I've been born, I've been going to Skyline Wesleyan Church. Okay. Um, it used to be in Lemon Grove when I was little, but now it's in Rancho San Diego, mm. which is where the 94 ends. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't know Rancho San Diego. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I've been going there and it's, it's been nice because why, yeah. I go there. You go there, yes. Yeah. 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 That's your home church. Yeah, and it's been there for a while, so yeah. it's just hard when you have all that stuff there that you've um, been with and the people and everything. Right, right. Well, and, and it's not a requirement to work to attend here and work if you work here. Mm-hmm. So it's something that we want our staff to have, unless you have a program position, you know, where you have to be here on Sunday morning. We need you here. Um, we want you to have the freedom to find your place in your people, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though you don't attend here, you do do a lot <laughs> yeah. at the church. Yeah. And, and the other thing too is, um, because there is like a gap between, um, for my age group yeah, between, um, young married couples and high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been trying, me and Jennifer Adams have been trying to bridge that. Okay. And so because of that, we have a twenties to thirties group called bridging the gap. Okay. And so we've been getting together monthly. Um, I like that. With uh, the most, I think there's about 10 of us that came last time. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, and tell, um, tell everybody the other things that you do at the church and how you're involved here at this church. Um, for? Well, you just went to Mexico. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I just went to Mexico. Um, that's a, a big thing, doing all the logistics for that. And it was it was really amazing to see. Um, God work in ways that like even I was asking for God to work and yeah. he um, he didn't answer it till the ride home wow yeah it was it was pretty amazing to see that really yeah. do you want to tell us about that um you don't have to <laughs> it's okay I just get emotional That's... every time I talk about God because he's so great <laughs> well he is so great and I'm with you sister yeah you know that's, yeah. it's a good thing to get emotional about yeah yeah, but do you want to do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, it was just more of like understanding too, because I've been um, just listening a lot more and understanding like His will. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can ask God to bless your, you can ask God for a blessing, but like if it's not in His will, like you could go ahead and do something, but it's not like what He has in store, and yeah. and but. The fact that, like, I was able, just being patient, it's hard to be patient it and is. stuff to hear from, like, what he has to say. And so it was just through jazz and stuff, just telling me to, well, let's just relax. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jasmine said on the way home. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my goodness, that's, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. Yeah. And so you, you spent a week in Mexico mm-hmm. with the, the high schoolers, and then you also go to camp. Yes. I go to camp. Um, pretty often. You do. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty fun. Um, just being with the kids and stuff and having that relationship with them yeah. and just being a positive influence. Cause, um, it's, it's hard as a high schooler or a middle schooler yeah. to be in this culture, even to like, right. understand that, like there's somebody that loves you for like who you are right. and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I 
think that it was at middle school camp that you were mistaken for a camper. Is yes. Oh right? uh, no, actually, this was children's. <laughs> okay, <what>? With um, <laughs> with because oh, Micah was there. Micah as a was a counselor was and a stuff, counselor. and I was sitting next to a bunch of elementary school students, and <laughs> they brought me up, and they must have thought I was a sixth grader or something. Oh my. To, partake Gosh. and i was up there with all these little kids who are like a little bit scared to be on stage and stuff and i'm just like okay here's the here's the piece of paper i'm supposed to hold you just went along with it yeah that is so because you're in your 20s and yes people don't know that. i'm in my late 20s you're in your late 20s yes and you just are blessed with great genetics oh thanks i love that they thought you were <laughs> elementary school Oh my gosh. Someday you'll be like, remember when they thought I was in elementary school? Yes. I'm waiting for that day. <laughs> I know. I I, uh, I crossed over at one point because it used to be when I would be checking out my groceries at Trader Joe's. You know how the, the cashiers are chatty. Um, you know, we'd start talking and they'd say, oh, you have kids. And I'd say, yeah. And they'd say, how old are your kids? And I'd say their ages. And they'd be like, what? You have kids that are that old? And now when I say their ages, they don't respond. <laughs> so now I feel like, oh, they be- they look at me and they believe that I have an 18-year-old uh, and a 21-year-old. <laughs> what it used to be like, what? <laughs> no, not you. Anyway, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I would love your thoughts on what can our church, what can La Jolla Presbyterian Church do to be more appealing to people in your age and stage of life, people in their 20s or even 30s that aren't married, don't have kids. Um, I feel like churches as a whole, this is an issue for churches as a whole, I think they cater to um, a married population or a population that has children. So do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I think I think the one thing that like millennials, I guess, kind of like is originality. Mm. And I'm going to write this down. Yeah. <laughs> just being genuine and yeah. stuff and being like you can come as you are is something that's big. Um, but like for me, because I, I also went to a Christian college. Um, Where'd you go? I went to Biola University mm-hmm. up uh, near Knott's Berry Farm in Orange mm-hmm. County, which is a big influence on me too. Yeah. But like coming and, and seeing like all these lights and stuff during chapel and everything. I was so impressed with like a traditional service. I'm pretty weird, but <laughs> I I actually like the fact that there is traditional and like the um the tradition in that and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that that's original because everyone else is doing oh. stage lights and everything. Cool. But yeah. I think also too just like the fact that like, me and Jennifer are trying to get something yeah. going is something that's huge that hasn't been a part of um, mm-hmm. LJPC in a long time, mm-hmm. a couple, of, maybe five or ten years. Right, because yeah. that is something that people graduate from high school here, and then a lot of people go off to college mm-hmm. someplace else, but there's really nothing, even if they're in town, for them to go to. Yeah. And because um, we don't have a college ministry, and it would be great to have something like that. Yeah. And so do you think if we hired somebody that was a college minister or would that, like a staff position, would that help? Uh, I, I, maybe. Because it's not just I'm not college, sure. though. Yeah. I think also, too, like just letting people know, like colleges that we're out here, too. Mm-hmm. And like we're, we're open for people. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing, too, because I think 
like our generation likes to flock where there's other people like us. Uh-huh. And the fact that there's not a lot of people like us is why right. people are kind of afraid to come into a multi-generational kind of yes. church. Well, and La Jolla is an older community as a whole. You yeah. know, I think the average age person that lives in this community is 60 plus. Mm-hmm. It's a, reti- <laughs> a large retirement community. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of young families. Yeah. Um, but young people without uh, a spouse and kids... We don't have a ton in La Jolla. Mm-mm. It'd be coming in from the outside area, but yeah. it would be great to really expand and grow and offer that, mm-hmm. you know, a place for everybody. Yeah. I think that's the goal, definitely. Yeah. So, well, thank you for your thoughts on that. Yeah. So, um, although you do work here at the church and you work in full-time ministry, that's not really what you told me you thought you'd be doing in life. And, no. And you said there's a story behind there's that. There's a very long story. Well, I want to hear a long story. Okay, so I... Start from the very okay. beginning. So, <laughs> so um, I used to make home videos as a kid, and so I wanted to do film and stuff, and I did film in high school. And um, had like a little bit successful YouTube videos at the time. You did <laughs> at the time. It was only like you were one of the first. It was only like seventy five thousand, but like that was big in like two thousand and seven. Yeah. What was your YouTube channel? Um, it's like AT Original Films. Is it still out? It's still up there, but Wait, the what, what is it going to say? AT AT. Oh yeah, Alyssa Thomas. Ridge Films. Okay. Ridge Films. I'm going to look this up. Oh, well, it was taken down because of the copyright of the song. But people were looking for the song, and so they found that. But that was before um, infringement and all that stuff was. um, Because, I mean, at that time, YouTube was like free reign and everything. So people didn't really know about copyright issues. So you had a song that was like your intro song or something? Yeah, it was a music video about, um, it was an airplane a, a, a guy made a paper airplane, and then the paper airplane grew into a model, and then he had a larger plane, and then he became the plane, and then he just, like, sent the airplane off again, and it's kind of, like, comes full, full circle to, like, the next person. And that was a film you created? Yeah. And so there was music that yes. went with that? Yes, yes. Okay. And then that got taken down, so. Oh, But it's still up there. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds really cool. Okay, so you you had a following. Yes, and so um, I went to Biola University, and I stayed there for one year undeclared, and then I joined the program, uh, the film program. And I I know this is weird to think, but I became like a producer big shot in a way. A producer big shot? Yeah. What do you mean? I produced a lot of films with crews of about 50 people. And At Biola? Yes, and I was the um, chosen to be the producer of the Biola film, which is um, you get a budget that the school gives you mm-hmm. um, to make. And then uh, that film went on to a couple nationwide festivals. Wow. Uh, a couple, in, it was in Alabama and Texas and Arkansas, I think, was where it was shown. Hmm. And then I did a couple more for some friends, and that went on to a couple more festivals in Los Angeles and um I think in Oregon. That's so cool. Yeah, so I thought that's what I was going to do, and I, I I went to work for College Humor in Los Angeles, which is um, Funny or Die is Will Ferrell's company, and this is like the rival company. Okay. And they do um, parodies and comedy. Hmm. So I was working for them, and then I worked for um, this Paul Hunter. He's a 
uh, director, and he does Rihanna music videos and Nike and Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. And I was working at that um, film production boutique there in Culver City. And I just, I don't know, I thought I was doing it all, and I, I felt like something was missing. And so I went to the beach with a friend one time, and she was like, well, where is it that you feel God the most? And I've said um, Catalina Island. Um, I go to campus by the sea. I was going to like the family camp there since I was probably six months old. My dad proposed to my mom on a trip back from from there, like twenty. I think it's like thirty five years ago now. Um, So that was like something that was a big part of my faith growing up. And so I I cold called them and asked, hey, do you have a job for summer staff? And I thought I was going to get a program position. And they're like, no, we just have a lifeguard position in facilities. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that. And wow. so I... And this was while you're still in college? Or were you uh, already, this was, you'd already graduated? I graduated college. So I was like doing gigs and stuff. Okay. But I felt like... I, I like it wasn't me <laughs> I guess like mm-hmm. how I was like intended to be mm-hmm. and so I went there and it was I felt like I was in boot camp because I had to do like lifeguard testing and so I was an open water lifeguard mm-hmm. which is above a yeah. uh, pool and um like it's it's so nasty but like I had to go and like take trash out and there's no trash truck in town so yeah. you have to get it by boat and so it was just a humbling feeling to be like, I'm covered in trash and I'm going to the dumpster and tourists are coming into town to Avalon and they're walking around me. They're trying to avoid me because like they can smell that I smell like trash and I'm trying to get to a dumpster. And just like that feeling of like that's the lowest of low that like I could ever feel wow. in my entire life made me feel like, you know, like it's okay. It's okay to be low and like because like I'm still created for good that's right and so it doesn't define you yes exactly and so just like service and stuff got really got on my heart like the fact that like I can be used to bring joy to somebody's life there at the camp and stuff and so I thought that like I I had it all and I was ready to go back into the film industry because I was like okay God's given me like enough of Um, to like go back out there and then um i was working at a um a locations company and i lost my place to live and i was like god that's okay you're just giving me that extra umph to like go back out there and so i was like sleeping on couches mm-hmm. for a couple months around los angeles and then um and then i lost that position too because huh. they were like oh we don't need you anymore And I was like, yes. And so I was like, wow, I have no place to live and I have no job and there's no reason why I should be here. And so I went back home to my parents' house in San Diego and just like reevaluated myself on like who I was. And um, what age were you at this point? I was about 23 or so. And um, I like... I was just trying to apply for jobs, and so what actually helped me was hiking and also Jesus calling. Yeah. Just, like, being, like, yeah, every single day, just being, like, you know, like, I'm worth something, and God is making me for a bigger purpose. And so um, it was hard because I had so many girls, friends that I poured into in Los Angeles, and so I would drive up there all the time. And I applied for this position here. And I remember going to church, and I drove back, and I was like, God, 
I want you, like, if this is what you want from me, like, sever ties with Los Angeles and, um, like, I'll take this position and, like, this is what you want. And then the next morning at, like, 9 a.m., I called and said that I had the position. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is where God wants me and stuff. Yeah. So that was, I was a, just a, it, it was just something where, like, God definitely intended me to be here, and I know that I'm here for a purpose, and I know that I'm not doing program, but, like, I'm still able to, like, be behind the scenes in the way that, like, that he gave me that for something, to be behind the scenes, to to just keep on pushing his word and, like, having that grow, like, just the living gospel just keep on being lived out Mm -hmm. and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you (laughs) actually do program because you go to camp with the kids and you go to Mexico with the kids and that's more program than even like the weekly volunteers because you're yeah. in such a 24 seven, uh, space with those kids. Yeah. And so the Lord definitely uses you yeah. in that. And then, and you also volunteer on Sunday nights, right? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. And then are you there on Wednesday nights? Um, I, God's been telling me to step back a little bit, okay. so I'm taking time. Just right. to reevaluate that, but then I'm gonna go back probably. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you are involved yes. with these kids, which is amazing. How did you uh, hear about the job here? Um, it was actually on Indeed.com, oh. and it was between this or a clinical trials, which I had like a connection with. Yeah. But um, they, Mike, it was just it was definitely like a sign from God to be like this is where I've intended you to be and yeah. stuff so yeah well there's you know i i i love film things as well and theater and all of mm-hmm. that is really fun and and i and i really get excited about and i love that the world is opening up and embracing these faith films yes and that they're getting so much um more traction in the theaters and that they finally realized hey there's a market for this for mm-hmm. these positive yeah um forces being yes. put out there and so is that something that piques your interest a little bit for yeah the future? yeah i think i think it's just up there it's just like this there's such a negativity yeah. that like something that can just pierce through that is right. like so amazing right you know, just to let people know that there is hope instead of filling with this negativity, heavy stuff that just doesn't encourage people. Yes. But. Yeah. 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 And so many uh, films, I feel like I, I'll watch something and I'll think, why was that even made? What's the purpose yeah. behind that? Like, yeah. it's not even that funny or it's not, it's not edifying at all. Mm-hmm. And so I do love that more and more there are family friendly yeah, life Things. life's hard enough already, and right. something to lift you up is always right. great. Yeah, right. Well, if you ever want to start a positive production company, let me know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I support you. Okay, because <laughs> it'd be super cool. Yeah, you know, I know. That's what I told my husband one day. Hey, if I if we ever have any extra money, I want to put it towards producing a positive Christian nice. based, you know, faith filled <laughs> um, media. And he was like, oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the money the money hasn't come yet, so he's safe. He's safe so far. 
Um, so anyway, well, thank you for sharing that story. That's amazing. Yeah. I didn't know any of that about you. Yeah, it's it's hidden underneath there. <laughs> Not anymore. Uh. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, a couple more questions to get to know you a bit better before I let you go today. So um, uh, what, what do you like to do on your day off? Um, so like again, hiking is something that recenters me a lot. So I hike every Saturday. You do. Uh, yeah. So I hike around, uh, mission trails and also in the Cuyamacas, ah. um, make the drive up there. I know it's a day commitment on my day off, but it's, it's just something to recenter me and ah. it just bring me, brings me so much joy. Do you like to do that by yourself or with other um, people? I do it with my uncle. He's actually oh. 72. And so he's, we get up there and stuff, and he's he's very he's a very sprite seventy two, yes. yeah. How, what a blessing for both of you. Yeah, and so he he sometimes acts as a mentor for me and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I like to do that, and I also um, I like art museums a lot. Mm-hmm. I just went to Chicago and I um, went to the Art Institute. Yes, and it's just like so overwhelming, just the the history and just the uh, passion that you see there mm-hmm. through the artists yes very very cool i love that too um okay since you're a film person do you have a favorite genre uh i like comedy because everyone needs to be yeah. happy and right. so i like uh, my favorite movies ferris bueller's day off because <laughs> it's just it's classic. just nice good feeling yes yeah yeah that's yeah. definitely a classic fun all right um if you could live anywhere for a year where would you want to live um because I like lived on Catalina, I would love to like live on a boat for a year mm. and like travel like in the Mediterranean or something. Just wow. go on different ports. I feel like that would be amazing. You're a water person. Yeah. Yeah. So you maybe always want to live near the water if you can. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Uh, I know on a boat. Yes. You don't get uh, seasick. No. Boy, Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you yeah. did at the beginning. Yeah, because I learned how to drive boats and stuff on Catalina. Uh, yeah, sure. You had to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I have the least little movement in the car, on a boat, on a plane, and oh, I'm no. turned green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you could choose the perfect day, like lay out the perfect day in Alyssa's life, what would that day look like? Oh, I don't know. I'd probably just want to be around um, friends mm-hmm. that lift me up and I haven't seen in a while, but like still like encourage me and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's probably what my perfect day would be. Yeah. That and family. Yeah. Yeah. You're a people person. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah they they really fill me up to lift me up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Are you a morning person or a night person? I like to say I'm a night owl that le- that wishes. I'm a morning person. So I force myself to get up and hike at like 6.30 in the morning. You do? On <laughs> yeah. <day> yes. <laughs> but, wow. but like my body's just like, you need to stay up till 12 or midnight yes. or like two in the morning. And it's like, okay, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of creative people seem to be night stay up late it's hard to go to bed yeah kind of people <laughs> but the, not that not that morning people aren't creative i'm not saying that everybody don't yeah. judge me <laughs> but uh but it's maybe it's hard to get the brain and the ideas or something to stop and and there's always something more yeah there's something always, else always you know. something yeah so then that makes you of course in the morning exhausted yeah 
Oh, gosh. All right, so what one word describes you best? I I was thinking about this, and I think I would say passionate. Mm. It's probably something, if I had to pick one word. Yes, one word. Just one. Yes, yes. <laughs> It'd probably be passionate. Why do you think that? Because um, I feel like in anything that I do, I try to do it from my heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you see, I'm like an emotional person, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you wear your heart on your sleeve? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to hide that. I think that's I want to hide it, but (laughs) it just pops out. (laughs) No, it just pops. I know the feeling. (laughs) It just pops out. (laughs) I know, but that's a beautiful thing. It really is. Mm -hmm. You know, for people to feel uh, closer to you, I think. It makes it special. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything you'd like to add before before we close? I just want to say that, like, working at La Jolla Press, it's been, like, the one job where, like, I haven't looked at the clock at all oh. in my whole life, like, doing gigs and stuff. It's it's such a joy, and there's, like, such a, um, like, such a family atmosphere yeah. that, like, just encourages everybody. And so I just yes. wanted to say that yes. yeah well we are so lucky to have you here at thank the you. church you're such a blessing thank you're you you're such a gift to the students you're such a gift to the staff and you're a delight oh thank you always a delight yes so oh. we're, we're very we're very blessed and we'll keep you as long as you'll have us okay <laughs> <laughs> until you start that production company okay <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alyssa, for joining me on the LJPC Conversations podcast. And thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast has been produced by me, Shannon Cunningham, and maybe soon, Alyssa Thomas, and our wonderful director of communications, Jim Sedgwick.